0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilt Couture, information technology expert at Newport Steel in Jackson and Flowood, an IT instructor at Holmes Community College. And Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. The number one priority for families everywhere is keeping your family as safe as possible. Today, we're taking a look at how technology plays a part in keeping your family healthy and safe. From life alert systems to apps that can monitor your blood pressure. We'll discuss all that and more. You can give us a call this morning to ask any health tech question or any general tech question at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back after the news.
2: Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Log Me In, Makers of GoToMeeting, a collaborative meeting platform committed to helping get work done in today's modern workforce. Learn more at GoToMeeting.com and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.
0: You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio.
1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo, here today with Wilt Couture, information technology expert at Newcore Steel in Jackson and Flowood, an IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Well, today on today's show, we're going to discuss technology that can help us stay healthy and safe. Now, with new methods of monitoring our homes, helping people who are Hurt or lost or even alerting professionals who can help in an emergency situation. Technology is helping all of us stay a little safer. Now we want you to be a part of this conversation. So give us a call at one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. And online at Everyday Tech at MPB Online. Well, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Jeremy, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Been Speaking of staying
3: healthy, week. yeah.
1: Oh, it's going around. A lot of people uh, have been talking about having a little bug or having a little crud or whatever.
3: Man, It's been all yeah. around our office. Really? Yeah. yeah actually, uh, one of the ladies we work with, uh, she just got hit by round two of it. So we're like, you know... Um, all right, you need to go to Sam's, get a 55-gallon drum of Lysol, and uh, bathe <laughs> in it nightly.
1: And stay home.
3: And stay at home. <laughs> God, lo- Lord, stay at home. Speaking of being
1: <laughs> safe and healthy, and that's what we're talking about uh, yeah. today, I wonder, is there any technology that they've come up with that can help you stay safe at work when your coworkers come to work sick?
3: <laughs> yeah. Your, uh, uh, flu
4: virus detected. Run. <laughs> run. <laughs>
3: Well, I had this little USB controlled, hooked up to my computer. It's got a little, you know, targeting thing on it. It's got like little Nerf darts that I can shoot at people. <laughs> so that might work. Somebody sick comes into my office, I'll shoot a dart at them. That's neat. Um,
1: well, uh, have you guys done your Christmas shopping yet, or are you finished, or have you even begun?
3: Well, my uh, my my wife is informed me. I think that uh, she she has her primary Christmas present out of the way. So okay. um, I'm I'm now informed of that. I think the kids are almost covered and. I'm sure between now and then I will be told what else I need to be getting done by then. Yeah, wow. something uh, Jason and I were just saying in the hallway before is like, yeah, she already gets the, you know, it's like she already gets the paycheck. She can get whatever she wants. I'm just <laughs> hoping I get a little something. No, I mean, I think really our holidays are kind of out of the way. Um, we got a few little odds and ends to pick up, some little stocking stuffers. But That's neat.
1: What about you, Jeremy?
4: Uh, yeah, I've done a little bit of Christmas shopping, not a whole lot, and I will be doing most of mine online because I like living stress-free and, and being happy. Um <laughs> Also, I want to let you guys know that I may be switching teams. As you know, in the past, uh, I have used the uh, Amazon Echo almost exclusively, but over Black Friday, I got a hold of a Google Home for a good deal, and I gotta say, I think Google can do a little bit more than Alexa can.
1: What? Say it again. I, you know that? Well, you know the show is
3: recorded, so I'm gonna have that on tape uh, forever.
4: I, <laughs> I do believe that the Google Home can do more than Alexa can.
3: I'm about to put this on your Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I'm Go ahead. Put it. Well, you know, my son's got a Google Home and absolutely loves it. And it's it's, it's kind of fun going in there. We've, uh, you know, kind of learned different games to play with it. And we'll kind of kick them off in the morning for them and stuff. And, you know, just uh, generally being the aggravating parents we try to be. But, you know, I mean, it, it's kind of growing on me as well. He uses it a lot for the music aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um I guess I just need to probably get one myself and just kind of start digging in and seeing what all I can do with it.
4: Well, speaking well, – oh, go ahead. I'm glad I have the benefit to do this because I've learned so much. Like, you know, if you go with an Echo, then you got to go with all of Amazon services. If you go with the Google Home, then you got to get your, uh, your YouTube Red and your uh, Google Play music if you want to get – all of the songs that you're looking for if you want access to like a full catalog so just kind of learning about the different ecosystems and how they they do not play well together at all um you can't even use alexa to look up anything on youtube anymore google has completely cut amazon off of the youtube uh usage because of the echo show you know it has the screen and the camera on it and everything Mm -hmm. people were using their echo shows to pull up youtube videos and google said "Uh uh-uh not gonna happen so they've cut that off but um i've noticed that the google home is a little bit more responsive so for example if i tell it like hey turn on the lights it's going to actually turn on the lights first and then go, got it, I'm turning on the lights. Whereas Alexa wants to go, okay, I'm turning on the lights, and then she turns them on. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got to have her word first. Google <laughs> wants the last word.
3: Well, you know, it's, it's kind of like almost reminded me of almost like, you know, going back to BurgerGate. You know, one puts the cheese on the bottom of the burger, one puts the cheese on the top of the <laughs> burger. And, you know, which one do you really prefer? And, by the way, a little update on, we you know, we talked about Burger Gate a mm-hmm. few shows back. Um They have actually agreed they're rearranging the cheese on their burgers, so they will be properly configured. Oh, goodness. It will be
4: fixed in Android Oreo. Oh, wow.
1: You know, but, guys, (laughs) we talk about home, and we're talking about the Google Homes and things like that. In today's show, our topic is health and safety. And we're going to first, let's talk about ways you can stay healthy and safe with devices that you can have in your house. Speaking of the Google um, Echoes and things like that, do they help as far as um, being safe? As far as emergencies and things like that?
4: Okay, they? so the other day, um, I was just joking around with Faith. She said something. I can't remember what it was. And I was like, Alexa, call the police just as a joke. Well, don't joke about it because Alexa can make phone calls now.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my. Did they come yeah. to your house?
4: No, no. It called the the main number. And it was like, if this is an emergency, call 911. And I was like, whew, dodge that bullet.
3: Oh, my. Yeah, I mean, so so there is that. I mean, and that's, you know, think about it. I mean, you know, uh, on the surface, that seems like a simple thing, but that's really, you know, it's kind of uh, the the new age. You know, the version of the life alert. I mean, and let's just be honest. I mean, the whole idea of the life alert. You know, you're all familiar with that—the little device that you would wear that if you ran into in a situation and you could actually press a button and summon help—that's revolutionary. I mean that's really, really amazing. So I mean we're really just progressing on that now the idea that you could be in a situation and you do need to be careful on how you're you're speaking, but you could be in a situation and simply ask for help. I mean, think about what that means for people who, you know, for whatever medical conditions they may be in that they need assistance. So I mean that's just really upping that game and making it just that much more accessible for people and making it to where these don't, these are no longer really just the the niche kind of cutesy items to have, but these are items that actually have a purpose. Yeah. It's pretty cool to be able to ask the device, Hey, what's the weather going to be today? You know, I can look at that on the app, but the idea that you can have something in your house, say something maybe like for a, an elderly parent or, or, you know, a um, just any kind any of situation right? yeah any kind of emergency that can actually be there to summon help for you i mean that's that's what technology should be about uh-huh. technology i mean it's all fun i love the games and i uh-huh. love all of that but technology should be about improving our quality uh-huh. of life and that that to me is just really a big step in the right direction
4: so with your uh with your google home and your amazon echoes um, right now you've got the standalone device that you know the little tower or the little uh cube or circle that sits on your desk but what we're seeing is that these things are going to be integrated into already existing things like say your alarm clock so you won't have a separate google home and an alarm clock you'll just have your alarm clock with google home or alexa built into it Mm. and as we see this integration it will get to the point where you won't be able to not have it in your home it's going to be built into everything
1: all right. Well, we're going to ask, uh, we're asking you guys to give us a call this morning. The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Our topic today is health and technology and how uh, technology plays a part in keeping you and your family safe. It can be on the road. It can be in the house. It can be an app. So give us a call if you have a great app uh, that you know that keeps you healthy, mo- healthy, monitors your uh, heart rate and blood pressure. We're going to get into that a little bit later as well. Yeah. Also, uh, if you have any general tech questions, of course, the experts are standing by to answer all of those questions. Again, the number to call is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 672 7464 Let me ask you guys a question about um, home alarms. Home alarms, we've talked about this before on our Smart Home Show, but the alarm systems have really uh, upgraded, and they're more than just alarms. They detect what...
3: Um, well, they can, you know, they have... Um
1: you know, especially as we're
3: coming up into the winter months, you have carbon monoxide detection. Of course, the fire detection. The thing that I like on it as well is you also have an, an EMS and a, a fire, you know, alert button that actually goes onto them so they can automatically. You know, if your fire detect, fire alarms are going off, they can actually let the fire department know. But you can also hit a button if you needed to summon help really quick instead of trying to get to a phone. Um, a lot of progress with them as well when it comes to cellular. I mean, let's think about this. I mean, so many more people now. We're moving away from having those traditional landlines, and, you know, that's, that's a physical link there that could fail. So so much more is going into the cellular side of it. So now you have a cellular back. If you lose power, it's going to still work. Um, you know, speaking of that, it's just, you know, even like 911 services on your phone, even under cellular, they can actually still identify where you're at and your find your location. So, That's yeah, so, so much more has went into that whole wireless and cellular link as well.
4: And uh, with your home security systems, um, you can integrate them into your smart tech as well. So, for example, my security system can attach to my Nest, which is my thermostat. So I don't even have to tell my nest when I get home anymore, it'll see that my security system's been deactivated and it knows that somebody's walking in the door, so guess what it does next? It turns on the heat.
3: Wow. Not so good to have happen in the summertime, though. <laughs> That's, no, true. That's
4: true. That's yeah. true. you got to make sure you got your settings right.
3: Yeah. So you still have to program it to do that?
4: Yes, absolutely. You've got you to gotta connect it to all these services. And you don't have to connect it to any of them that you don't find relevant. It's, 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 all, it's just becoming much more versatile and much more attachable to other types of technology.
1: All right. Well, when we come back from break, we'll continue our discussion on technology that can keep you and your family safe. Now, phone lines are open, so if you have any questions or any general tech questions, give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464 and online at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Our experts are standing by, ready to help. This is Everyday Tech on only on MPB Think Radio.
2: for the arts and music is mpb music radio from classical to bluegrass and everything in between mpb music radio has a sound for every ear for information on where to find mpb music radio
0: visit mpbonline.org you're listening to everyday tech on mpb think radio
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo with Wilts Petraer and Jamie Thompson, our technology experts. Well, if you're just joining us today, our topic is technology that helps you and your family stay healthy and safe. Now, to join our conversation or to ask any tech question, give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email the show at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, we have a caller. first caller on the line this morning. We're gonna go to Linda in Port Gibson. Good morning, Linda. All right. Uh-oh. All right, Linda. Well we'll get Linda back in just a little bit. <laughs> but before the break we were talking about um devices for your home that can keep you safe. We talked about the echoes and of course the home alarm systems. But you mentioned Wilt's the life alert Briefly, but I want to share a story uh, with you guys today. My god, grandma told me last week that her brother fell trying to get up in the middle of the night or reach for something, and he laid there on the floor all night on the cold hardwood floor. He's wheelchair bound. He had to grab a blanket and put it over him, and he slept on the floor for the in- for the entire night. She mm. lives; they live in a retirement home, and she lives on another floor. And lo and behold, she did not know. She did, Of course, she didn't yeah. think to come check on him. But his um, chain was on his door. The fire department had to come break the door down. She thought it was really bad because yeah. he wasn't responding. She called and called. He never would answer the phone. She thought the worst. Right. But he was on the floor. He slept on the floor the entire night. And he had to go to, to the hospital because his muscles cramped up and got stiff. Being being on that cold floor all night—that oh is so
3: unfortunate. Wow, I mean, it really is, and and it's and in 2017, almost 2018, it it's something that we can we can work toward preventing that being a problem. I mean, that's just that's just heartbreaking to think of mm-hmm. of anyone, be it you know a family member or even just hearing the stories. I mean, I just hate hearing those things because mm-hmm. you know. Just think about what can we do to alleviate that for them, to to make their quality of life just that much more self-sufficient as well as, safer. you know, safer, safer and just better for them.
1: And they can it can save a lot. life alert systems. I like how we were talking about the Google um, echoes and things like that. Mm-hmm. You can say call the police or call 911 yeah. or call the hospital, call UMC.
4: Hold on. No, you 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 actually can't say call 911. You can't. Um, okay. No, it doesn't have emergency services built into it yet. Mm. That's that's kind of a special thing. Um, but you can use it to call any of your uh, anybody that you know personally, as mm. well as any any local numbers or I, I think any number. It uses a VoIP, so it should go anywhere. Um, you can use it to call anybody. Um, but I don't think that telling it specifically to call 911 is actually going to get it to call emergency services.
3: Mm but i bet you there's probably something in the works with that or yeah. or for that matter i mean yeah you know, just think about all the numbers that we all have programmed into our smartphones um you know i mean i could use it to you know call a particular neighbor um right you know just call call for assistance it doesn't mm-hmm. have to, you know and then i can always you know um well like for example we have a panic button um at our receptionist desk mm-hmm. up at work and when they hit that button a pre-recorded message goes off and, it, you know, we don't have it set to dial 911 because we don't want that. But we have it set to dial our front scale house, which is 24-7 manned. So, it, as soon, you know, you always get to a person, uh, and then they can actually, you know, do whatever needs to be done from there. Okay.
1: Well, we have Linda on the phone again from Port Gibson. We're going to try one more time. Good morning, Linda. Hi.
2: Yes, I'm sorry.
1: It's okay. It's okay.
2: <laughs> but, um... I noticed during the, um, uh, our lights and stuff went out. I think it was sometime about maybe three or four weeks ago. i will say that. However, the, um, cellular service went out. But if we've had a landmine, we would have, we would have been able to call somebody or somebody could have called us. But being that we have uh, the cell phones, the cell phone's battery is going to eventually go
3: out. Well, you're right, it is. And that is one of the really nice things about your traditional landlines is that they are—they do have their own power source. So you will notice that whenever you have a power outage, whenever we have some of these different things that come through here, uh, they generally do actually work through a power outage. Now, a lot of your cellular towers and services uh, they actually have generators at those units as well, so if they lose power, they'll try to power themselves up. You, you are right; just like in the, you know, there are going to be situations to where cellular may not be the 100% fit. Uh, but then going back to Katrina, when Katrina took, you know, Katrina took out so much of the infrastructure down on the Gulf Coast, they had no landlines, but they had cellular power, so they were actually able to get cellular towers up. So it's kind of the you know, that's the um, the beauty and also the danger of technology is there's no one size fits. 100% of everything. Um, and that's why it's really important to kind of have like a balance of those services.
4: But again, we would also recommend having something in your house, like a battery uh, that you could actually hook your phone up to like a charger um, that, you can keep charged in the event of an emergency like a power outage or something like that because even though your phone battery will eventually die, it should last at least half a day to a day, if not more, on some of these newer devices.
3: Yeah, Uh, I always keep one of those little small portable batteries um, charged.
4: Hello? Uh-oh, We lost Linda.
3: Yeah, I keep one of those little portable batteries charged on up so that I always have that. I remember during Katrina also, I mean, that's kind of like the – The most recent, memorable, you know, big event that we had around here, uh, your car becomes a really good resource because if you have a car charger, you can always recharge it. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, again, it's about making sure you have some options there.
1: Right. Absolutely. Well, speaking of options, uh, let's talk about ways you can have technology in your home for your health, like blood pressure nebulizers, blood sugar monitoring machines, and things like that. They also have monitors for your heart. And um, they monitor your sleeping patterns and breathing patterns and things like that.
3: Oh, yeah. There's so much, you know, the home health industry. I mean, there's so much. Uh, I know my cousin a while back, she had to wear a heart monitor for a while. They were looking for, um, and I'll probably mess up the term, but I think it's like, you know, rhythm issues Those. or something like mm-hmm. that with her heart. Um, I know my wife and I have both really been blessed, like, with blood pressure monitoring. You know, I went through a blood pressure incident. My wife actually had a heart attack a number of years ago. So keep an eye on blood pressure has been important. Um, I mean, you know, nebulizers, these, you know, my daughter benefited from that whenever she was a lot younger. These are things that, you know, probably in the not so far away past that we had to actually go to the clinics or go to the hospitals to actually attend to. So now that we can actually do some of these things, I mean, think about how the advances in blood sugar monitoring has, has made such a difference for those, you know, um, Dealing with diabetes, be it in you know, just so many different ways. Uh, we got a couple of friends of ours. Their daughter has, uh, I think, it's type one diabetes, that, and she wears an an insulin pump. So I mean, just having these technologies there, and then. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll just keep on going. I mean, there was uh, my grandfather had a pacemaker and he was actually able to he could call on the phone and hold the phone up to his chest and they could actually diagnose his pacemaker and make wow. sure everything was working right. So there's there's so many things that have extended that home health mm-hmm. out of the hospital, out of the clinic and put it there to where we're really we can make sure we're tending to each other and making sure we're staying safe.
4: Yeah, and I, I've helped clients set up uh, devices that their doctors have given them that hook into their landlines that phone home uh, random metrics, uh, blood pressure, and uh, all kinds of different stuff that actual doctors would know what, uh, <laughs> what we're used for, um, but they're, they just hook up to it for like five minutes, and then it you know, sends off all the stuff to the doctor, and the doctor can make sure from his office that his patient is still doing well.
1: Now, see, that is so cool. And that's that's when you can tell the uh, effects of technology and see how far we've come with technology. Like uh, I was talking about earlier, no longer do you really have to be in the doctor's office or in the hospital. I mean, we're going to talk about that later, but there's nothing to replace the doctor and replace going to the doctor. But there's a lot of technology out there that helps you monitor and stay healthy right at home.
3: Well, exactly. You know, I mean, like I said, going back to, say, you know, Diabetes, to be able to sit there and know, I mean, you don't want to have to sit there and run to a doctor every dang time that, you know, maybe you're not feeling quite right or what have you. You need to be able to diagnose it right then and there. And, you know, most people, especially if you're dealing with different health conditions, um, I would like to at least think that most people would take an active role. You know, I mean, I think that we have to all take an active role in our health because ultimately it's my responsibility. But you're absolutely right. Technology cannot place, cannot replace that doctor, that medical professional, that that um, uh, nurse practitioner, they can sit there and really analyze the data. What technology can do is can give you the data, but you still got to take that human mind into it to analyze it and make sense out of it.
4: And tech is making that happen too because there are services like Teladoc where you can actually video chat with a doctor. They can – Shine a like you can you know shine a light down your throat and they can check and make sure everything looks okay. They can they can offer you some uh, basic advice. They don't replace your doctor, but they may help you. Um, with having to speak with them instead of going to see the doctor and pay out-of-pocket expenses and yada, yada, and, you know, that can all get very expensive. So uh, having a service like Teladoc uh, lets you get some basic diagnoses from the convenience of your own bed.
1: You know, I have questions about that. Um, I don't know if you can answer it, uh, Jeremy. I don't know. <laughs> with the teledoc and the uh, disclosures and the um, privacy, patient privacy forms and things like that, and then can you – Research the credentials of the actual person you're talking to to make sure that they're credentialed enough uh, to give you a correct diagnosis. You next on I'm...
3: In Legal Terms, I know. <laughs> that is kind of scary to me.
4: So, as far as I know, the TeleDoc company only hires doctors to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I I actually wasn't the one that used it. Faith was, uh, Mm -hmm. but she did talk to a doctor and, you know, hey, shine a light down your throat and all this stuff. Um, I believe that her credentials were listed Mm -hmm. before she spoke to her. And basically she just set it up on the app, scheduled a call back, and then within the hour she was talking to a doctor.
3: You know, and I think a lot of that also comes down, and we, we talk about this a lot on the show as well research any technology you're going into. That would be one of those things. I mean, you know, it, it's no different than walking into, you know, a clinic down the street, walking into a hospital. You know, you want to look up. You want to ask some questions. You know, you've got to take an active role mm-hmm. in your health care, in mm-hmm. your life. So, you know, it's, exact, it's it shouldn't be that much different than when we go to the hospital. I mean, I'm going to look up and say, okay, you know, how long has this doctor been here? What are their, you know, qualifications? Where do they go to school? Um you know, things like that. So I think anytime you're talking about online services, I mean, something also, you know, and we, we sometimes forget this aspect of health. It's really easy to get caught up in the blood sugars and the blood pressures. But I've seen also, and Michelle, you and I have talked about this a little bit, and that was some of the counseling services that mm-hmm. are now available across technology. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, maybe that person who needs to talk to someone, but, hey, it is kind of hard to get out and go somewhere. Go sit may- in the counseling. Yeah, maybe sitting. they're in a rural area. Mm-hmm. Um you know, maybe bringing the counselor to you. Yeah, bringing the mm-hmm. you know, kind of making the services more about the patient and less about the therapist or the doctor. And I think that's another a- a aspect we need to remember. Speaking of about
1: speaking of that, uh, yesterday I was on the phone lines and I needed to spell a word, and I actually took my phone and I hit Siri and I say, "I said spell suicide." What well, was so funny and very weird to me but it was it was like life changing i asked siri to spell suicide siri did not spell suicide siri came back and said if you are contemplating suicide please call xyz right now did not spell the word for me didn't give me any information about the word no definition Run. or anything it went straight into if you are contemplating suicide right now and that i've never seen that i'm like wow if I yeah. looked up the word suicide, they're thinking, um, you know, I might be thinking about this. So I'm going to go ahead and try to save her life first before I give her uh, the spelling of this word. That was right.
3: very cool to me. And to bring you help and to realize that, you know, there there is, there is help and it doesn't have to just be, you know, there's just so many aspects of it. And it's... Um, and again, you want to look into what some of these are, but you I mean, just knowing that you have someone there. Because I've also heard one of the worst things, and I've heard this actually from a doctor. that said one of the worst things you can do when you're sick sometimes is throw all your symptoms into Google, <laughs> because it's oh, going to always got come back
4: or tumor or something just right out the gate. Like mm-hmm. if you, if yeah, you know.
3: Um, and, and again, that comes down to the you do need the intelligence of that healthcare professional, right, be right. it but, be it you know psychological, be it physical, all those kind of things. You still need that intelligence in there. Um, I mean, because, you know, how many how many different diseases out there come with, okay, I have fever, chills, <laughs> uh, elevated temperature, aches and pains, and a cough. Okay, you just described probably 75% of all the diseases right. on the face you're of the sun. You're dying, you're yeah. dying, you have got yeah. malaria.
4: <laughs> so um, real quick, I want to say uh, that another thing that we can always use our tech for is... Um, Kind of going back and double-checking and making sure that, you know, uh, our doctors and our pharmacies have, have given us the right pills, mm. the right dosages, mm-hmm. and all those kinds of things. So, you know, on your pill, you've got like a little number, and you can go and you can put that number in Google, and it'll tell you exactly what you've got, what, what uh, dosage it is, what kind of pill it is, um, side effects, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, the other day, I had to take my dogs to the vet. Um, and I was looking at the dosages that they had given my 19 uh, pound dog over my 40 pound dog, and the dosages were the same. And so I went online and I looked them up, and I was like, "No, this is wrong because it's saying for this medicine the average dosage is five milligrams per pound, wow. and my dogs are getting three times that." You know, so I called them and I said, "Hey, this seems wrong. Is this wrong?" And they're like, "Yes, that's absolutely wrong. Bring it back up here. We'll give you the right thing." So you can use your search engines to cross-check things like that as well, and I highly recommend that you do because we're all human. We all make mistakes. Even though we're professionals, we're we're not... We we will make errors, so exactly. double check.
1: That is great advice, Jeremy. And we're going to take a quick break. But when we get back, Wilton Jeremy, will talk about apps that are available to keep you healthy and could possibly even save a life. Phone lines are open, so give us a call at one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can email the show at everydaytech at mpbonline dot org. You're listening to Everyday Tech only on MPB Think Radio.
0: Formative MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and the state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilt Couture, information technology expert at New Court Steel in Flowood and Jackson, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of computer doctors and phone surgeons in Hattiesburg. Now, if you're just tuning in, today's topic is technology that can keep you and your family healthy and safe. If you have any questions or any general tech questions, of course they're ready to answer those as well. Give us a call at one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can email the show at everydaytech at MPB Online.org. Now, before the show before the break, we were talking about um, blood pressure monitors and Google Home monitoring and um smoke and carbon monoxide alarms and life alert systems, things that can keep you and your family safe. But now let's talk about apps because there's an app for that.
3: Correct. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Michelle, there is definitely an app for that. There are so many different ways uh, that, that, you know, you can engage with your health. I mean, I, I mentioned a little bit earlier about, you know, recently I've been going through some blood pressure things. well, you know, with my doctor, all of my records now, I can actually go through a secure app, see that. And, of course, there's you know, a lot of blood work that comes along with it and all these other kind of things so that I can actually play a role in being a part of my treatment. So it gives me that information at hand. Um, you've well, got, how does
1: it work, actually? What do you do?
3: Well, you know, I, I, I go in, I have like my secure password. I've actually linked mine to my, um, my thumbprint. And so I go on in, and any of the doctor's notes are actually available there. So I see what she's recorded, I see my medication um i also see all of my lab results and then it links straight on out to where i can actually you know what does this mean Mm. and and that that's where i think the real power of the internet comes into play what does this mean it's like oh it's great to see a bunch of numbers and they probably mean a lot to the doctor but i want to know what it means for me i need to understand if you sit there and tell me that this is normal okay what does normal mean if you say this is high or low what does that mean um so very very easy it's basically like an information get to it app um i know things like the fitbit and some of these other things they are way 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 popular and one of the really cool things about that and I um is that we've almost kind of we can turn health into a game amongst each other um you know I got a, a friend of mine is competing with one of his buddies as far as for how many steps they take every week And I mean they you know, it's like oh man he's got me by a few I gotta go out and I gotta go out and run a couple extra miles mm-hmm. tonight and they've really turned health into a game with that so so access to not only your personal information um health advice as well you know things like some of these smart watches they're actually now able to monitor heart you know heartbeats and and all these different kind of things so so yeah there's just so much out there the information is at your fingertips you know to give you the, what you need to make smart decisions Jeremy
4: so, uh, I like to think about uh, my favorite motivational speaker, Brian Tracy. He says, What gets measured gets done. So, when you actually start to see these different metrics that these devices collect for you, you go, Whoa, I'm only taking 800 steps a day. That seems a little low. Right. You start stepping that up, you know, and like Wilt said, you kind of turn it into a game, either against yourself or against your friends, and you try to make health fun. Um, when I got a uh, Galaxy S5 a couple of years back, it had S Health built into it and it could keep track of my steps with it right there in my pocket. And so I actually started stepping it up, no pun <laughs> intended, uh, to see how many steps I could get every day. And it was really cool to be involved with those numbers and to, to see each week how I was affecting them.
3: Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, I'm looking at my phone right now and, well, I do need to kind of step it up a little bit, but, you know, I've already got, about a little bit over a mile and a half just today, wow. walking. That's just too much dang walking. What in the well, world am I doing, Michelle? From the p b parking lot to the door <laughs> up there, man. That's, you know. It yeah, is pretty a long much. Way. It is a long way. Yeah.
1: You, you know what? They actually, right now, they have um, apps that can help doctors keep track of their patient's health information. And then the information can be uploaded into your electronic health record. That is amazing to me. Like we said, keeping keeping the patient informed, 360 degrees. Right. Everybody knows what's going on. No longer is it the doctor's talking over your head and he's telling you what you have and this and that and you leave the doctor's office and you really don't understand right, right. what he's saying. These apps help, it, uh, help you just monitor and stay on top of your own health.
3: Well, you know, and, and even beyond that, we know we go back to the whole safety aspect of it and taking care of our health is definitely a safety thing. But one of my favorite little small, probably very underutilized features of my phone is that if you go into the health app that's built into it, I can sit there and set information such as emergency contact information, medications or conditions that I'm I'm dealing with, um, you know, just pertinent vital information that let's just say, for example, that a paramedic or a first responder would need access to. And the really cool thing is, is if you pick up my phone, even without my password, even with nothing, you can access my emergency health information from a locked phone. So that means that Let's just say, you know, heaven forbid, I'm walking down the hall and pass out. You all don't know what's going on with me. Call the emergency, you know, technicians. Paramedics show on up. They can actually grab my phone and they get a really quick, a brief, whatever information I put in there. This, You know, this is information that I've entered, information about me. So they're going to know, hey, this is, yeah, this is, you know, this person is on X and Y and Z medication. This person is known to have high blood pressure. This, you know, so they can actually get and, oh, here's their emergency contact here. Call my wife. You know, call my mother in law. You
1: said something that was very interesting. If someone can't, if someone does fall out and they're on medications or they're older and they take a lot of medications and they can't talk, how would we know? You know, a lot of older people walk around with a little sheet of paper and all the medicines they're on. But if they can't talk, no one knows where that is on their person or in their purse or whatever. But that is a great great thing to have where you have that information in a phone where the emergency responders or anyone else can find that information and people know not to give you this because you're allergic to this right. and it won't kill you that is wonderful we're um we're asking you guys to give us a call and be a part of this conversation if you have any wonderful health apps or if you have an app that didn't work for you or if you have any devices at home that are really great and help you keep safe and healthy give us a call and let us know about them the number to Dow is 1877672 that's 1877 MPB ring. I know it's cold outside. We have a little cool weather today. Finally, feeling like December.
3: Oh Lord. <laughs> I'm yeah. so
1: happy. But um that doesn't mean you don't need to pick up the phone. We do want to hear from you. All right, we got Alan on the phone from Brandon. Good morning. All right. Uh we'll get Alan in just a minute. <laughs>
3: the phones are cold the phones too. are cold too let's see
1: <laughs> good morning alan
2: hi guys hey. uh, I, I just want to make a, a basic comment about technology health uh this is real basic but, but when you go to the doctor get in the habit of when you're talking to them turning the recorder on i mean i don't know how many times i've been to the doctor and he said a bunch of stuff and i got home and i thought hmm well, how did he phrase that again? what did he say and it's uh it's awfully handy to, to have a recording of what was said. I mean, I, obviously you need to tell them you're doing it and make sure they're okay with it, but it awfully comes in, comes in handy to, to have the, that recording of what was said and uh, your doctor's appointment and stuff. And uh, I'll, I'll reiterate, it's awfully convenient to to come up with a file and put all your meds that you're taking and keep track of your, your doctor visit because they're always asking me when was the last time I did this, last time I did that, and it's just... Uh, The older older we get, the harder it is to remember all that stuff, the memory bucket tends to to fill up. but uh, The technology is just great for for, for basic stuff like
3: that. Well, my memory bucket's got a hole right in the bottom of it, so I'm going (laughs) to really kind of watch that one close. Well, you're right, and I would even take that a little step further. I think the voice recorder is also a very underutilized app. But another thing that I've started doing is I'll go into the Notes app, and I'll take pictures of things like lab results, and I'll take pictures of like prescriptions if I've been given them or what have you whatever I can take a picture of because and now those notes can actually be secured so you can put a password over them you know so that somebody's not getting to your info but but exactly like what you're saying Alan it's like you know we we have a a digital recorder slash you know transcriber slash camera sitting right there in most of our pockets grab that information and hold on to it I mean because I I'm I'm kind of like you you know they kind of go through a whole bunch of this that's and the others and it's like now, what did they say? So, and, yeah, great advice.
4: And I would say um, before you you know, just take your phone and run in there and do that, make sure that you test it out and make sure that if you do, it, say you have your phone in your pocket or whatever, that it can still pick it up because the the mics in a lot of our phones now are very sensitive, and they can hear a lot even when they're in your pocket. But test it out and make sure that you can put it wherever before you go in there and record. Otherwise, you might miss some pertinent information because it couldn't hear. Right.
1: Well, thank so that's you. Great advice. Yeah, thanks, Alan, and uh, thanks for uh, listening to the show. Um, let's talk about a few apps, uh, guys. Do you know any specific apps that are that you use, or you know a lot that are very popular for as far as keeping healthy, maybe running? I know we have one that called Couch to Five K. I like that one. It sounds neat. And couch that's exactly what it's
3: meant to do. Is this meant to take someone who's basically uh, a couch potato? <laughs> That enjoys the old potato chips and, you know, reruns of... Uh, Good times. Good times. There we go. Dynamite.
4: I did that program, and it was wonderful because I didn't run at all, and it takes you from running 30-second bursts up to jogging for 30 straight minutes. It's wow. incredible. I highly recommend it.
3: Yeah, and then also I know another one that's really popular, My MyFitnessPal. Um has really, you know, and and again that one's one that's used pretty heavily for people like competing against each other. Another another thing too dealing with health is there's a lot of nutritional programs out there so people will actually record mm. what they're eating and these things, you know, pulling on their internet database will actually know if you go to um I don't know, XYZ restaurant, you go to Outback and you get a fillet mignon, it's going to know the approximate counts of uh, mm-hmm. the sodium and the calories and the carbs and all that that can actually help people kind of keep track with that so that you can get a little bit more of an insight of what's your intake? What are, you know, what are, what are you doing? Good, bad, indifferent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of those apps out there. And I honestly, the name of the one that I know um, has I 100% slipped my, my mind. mind. Is it the MyFitnessPal my does that pal. as well?
4: Yeah. Uh, I believe it does. Cause I remember faith tracking her stuff one time and I'm pretty sure she was using that app to do it. Um, I, you know, I, I really did, I got to get more serious about my health. I don't I don't use a lot of these apps, but I did use the uh, the Couch to 5K, and that one was uh, it was it was awesome. But one cool thing about all these apps mm-hmm. is they have bragging rights built into them. Mm-hmm. So they got a little share button, so you know you can connect it to your Facebook, and every time you go for that run or every time you you've, you're proud of your accomplishments, you can you can uh, share them with the world and encourage other people to step up and get more serious about their health too.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah, and then one I know I've seen, and I'm not sure exactly which app. He uses, but I mean, I know you know just talking about another one of the uh m p b hosts out here, but Marshall Ramsey is really big into running and everything and and I see a lot of information make it on his Facebook page regarding his run, so I've seen some folks do things like map my run and some of those other things that you know um and if you really think about it, these apps not only are they really good for you keeping up for what you're doing, but think about it another way as well. If you have standard patterns that you're kind of going on your runs, having that information out there for someone else, be it a spou- mm. spouse or a trusted friend, mm-hmm. can know. Hey, if we haven't seen if we haven't seen Marshall show back up in about an hour, at least we'll know where to go look for him. So, hey, if you're listening, Marshall, we're looking out for you, man. Tracking yourself as well yeah. for emergency uh, exact reasons. Wow, I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and
4: you also do get the benefit of having your friends encourage you and give you thumbs up and, hey, good on you, pats on the back and so forth. So it's it's very encouraging as well.
1: That's good. Well, we're going to take our final break of the day. And when we return, we're going dis- to continue our discussion on health and safety and how technology plays a part in that. If you have any questions or comments, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 1-877-672-7464. We'll be right back after the break.
4: One app is all you need. The MPB Public Media app. Find your favorite voices and shows all in one place. Morning Edition. Prairie Home Companion. Southern Remedy. This American Life. Here and
2: Now. Wait, wait, don't tell me. The Gestalt Gardener. Marketplace. Snap Judgment. All Things Considered.
4: Mississippi Edition. Local, national, or international. One app opens all of the
2: possibilities. The MPB Public Media app. Free from the iTunes and Google Play
0: stores. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo with Wilt Couture and Jeremy Thompson. And if you missed any of our program, you can listen to our entire show at mpbonline.org slash tech. It's also available on our MPB Media app. Now, this morning, we've been talking about technology that can help you and your family stay healthy and safe. Now, we've been talking about apps and, and heart monitor uh, apps and um, Google Home yeah, devices and, um, and your alarm system at your house that can save your life. Monitor uh, carbon dioxide and things like that. Uh, We've been talking about a lot of good things this morning that can and possibly uh, keep you and your family safe. You mentioned something earlier, though, how um, having all these this technology still does not replace knowledge and replace a true a real hands on doctor.
3: Yeah, you know, I think that that's uh, sometimes, and maybe it's just maybe it's just me, maybe some other listeners are like this too, but. I don't think technolo- the word technology and the word knowledge ne- necessarily go in hand. Mm-hmm. I think technology does a great job of providing us with information. It does a great job of giving us that information that we need to come up with and to make decisions. But I still I think that the greatest computer of all time uh, sits between most of our ears, and that is the brain. And you've got to be able to take that information and process it and make it, you know, make a decision out of it. And, um, you, you know, yeah, these these tools are all great to give you that information. But, you know, you can set a fire alarm, alof- al- yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> set off a fire alarm in the house. But, hey, is it because, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe the toast has been overcooked or is it because there's actually a fire in the house? Your human mind has to still figure that out. And, you know, just because the alarm's going off doesn't mean you're going to run out of the house. It's up to you to still run out of the house or get the toast out of the oven. Come on. <laughs>
4: So definitely finding that balance between technology and real life and kind of just respecting, figuring out where where your line is. Because I know for me, if I get too buried in apps, I eventually start segueing over into apps that are a little less useful and a little <laughs> less useful, and then we're downright wasting time. So finding that balance is very important, not only for your health, but for your mental well-being as well. And also... Staring at your phone all day is really bad for our sleep cycles because we got that blue light just blasting in our face all day long. So when you're getting ready to go to bed, it's time to put the phone to bed too and not be blasting your face with bright light. Otherwise, it'll it'll interrupt your sleeping patterns.
3: Well, you know, and it's just um, I start thinking about how you know getting too much technology around. I kind of is maybe a strange analogy, but just work with me on it. (laughs) But I think about the car alarm. You know, the car alarm was a great technology when it came out, but let's be 100% honest with each other. Today, if you walk through the parking lot and you hear a car alarm, what do you do? (laughs) You generally ignore it. Getting all this information is great, but if you ignore it or you're not going to use it, it's really kind of worthless. And, and again, it does take you, you know, figuring through some things. Um, You know, I'll I'll use another personal example. A number of years back, my wife had a heart attack. Well, we learned something really, really quick. All those symptoms you hear about for heart attacks – those are generally guy symptoms Mm -hmm. because, you know, us guys, we're a little ignorant and, you know, besides that, we're really, really big babies. And, and in my opinion, generally women, y'all, y'all are a little bit, y'all a little bit tougher. Y'all are able to handle some things a little bit better. And, um, so, you know, all those traditional heart attack warnings that you hear about, you know, if you were just sitting there following the app, you know, the textbook, okay, well, there's this, there's a, B and C. She didn't have those. It was Mm -hmm. a little bit different. Um, so again, you can't just follow a checklist, you can't just follow right. a program, you right. can't just follow an app. You have to follow your head.
1: That's why that app that you we were talking about where those watches, the smart watches and those monitors, they monitor your everyday patterns. Right. So if those patterns start to vary, then you can start to see, well, maybe something's wrong. And I like right. that. You're going through life maybe 5 years and some and Something's normal, and then all of a sudden something changes. Then that's when you need to look into what's going on with my body. I like that, right? But we, let's talk about who should be trained. Um, like you said, having all these gadgets and devices at your home is nice, but if you have the babysitter there or the caregiver, and they don't know how to use it, like you said, what what is not going to be in, uh, useful at all?
3: Well, exactly. I mean, I, uh, whenever we were discussing the idea for this show, one thing that came to mind is there was a coworker I used to work with, and. Um, he ended up, for health reasons, needing an epipen. Well, one of the very ne- you know the very next day when he came back into the office, he gathered all of us in the office, all of us that worked around him, and explained to to all of us, "Hey, this is my epipen. This is where it's at. These are the indications that I need it. If I can't actually say it, if I can't do it myself." And here's the instructions on how you do it. So it as a matter of letting us know, as coworkers, in case he was in that situation, uh, we've got a couple of friends. You know, um, our neighbor, for example, her son is has some severe allergies. Same kind of thing. Teaching us how to use those. So people you're coming in contact with are, are really needing to know.
4: Yeah. And one thing I want to touch on is that we need to make sure that we're regularly testing these things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like it's just like a fire drill with your family. You go through the fire drill, You you do it a couple of times a year or three times, however often you do it. You make sure that you test these things. Like I have a dash cam in my car, and I can't just trust that thing to always be doing its job. So occasionally I'll pull the memory card out and hook it up to my computer mm-hmm. and make sure that it's still recording because you never know. And when you don't know and you need it, well – you're out of luck. True. So be sure that you're testing all your tech on a regular basis and making sure that it's consistently reliable. And if it's not,
2: it's time to replace it with something gotcha. that is.
1: Well, before we go, we're going to talk to Mikey, our friend Mikey from Mobile. Good morning, Mikey.
2: Hey, good morning. Um, this is the time. We're, we're just now experiencing Mobile, the first of, well, not the first, but the real slam is what I call it. We kind of go from 80 degrees to 20 degrees. <laughs> We did, um, and so a lot of people have to in in our Gulf Coast area um, use, including me, um, particularly supplemental heating type things. Um, whether it's whatever source of the the power is, whether it's electrical, um, if you're lucky, it's not going to go out, um, or gas, or um, what even wood. Um, You can use your phone apps to remind yourself, you know, to wake up in three hours. I mean, that's not optimal, but we're talking about emergency situations
1: here. You are right. Thank you, Mikey. We love to hear from you for that great advice. That is wonderful. We want to thank everyone for joining us today. To hear today's show or previous shows, visit mpbonline.org slash everyday tech or download the free MPB radio app and listen on your smart device on demand. Our board operator was Java Chapman and our phone screener was Jason Klein. For Wills Couture and Jeremy Thompson, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Up next is Southern Remedy with Dr. Rick DeShazo. And join us next week at 10 for more Everyday Tech only on MPB Think Radio.